Hello, welcome to Ask Us Anything, where popular science answers the questions that are too complicated to ask Alexa. My name is Stan Horacek, a senior editor at PopSci, and I'm your guest host this week. And I'm producer Jess Bodie. Stan, welcome to the show. Ah, thanks for having me. I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, so I know you have a lot of things you're very passionate about and can talk about for quite some time. So what sort of question are we getting into today? Yeah, so today I'm going to attempt to answer a question that we've all been asking since childhood. Do kids really need homework? Okay, this feels potentially controversial. Yeah, you are not wrong (laughs) about that, (laughs) but we are going to get into it after the break. Okay, we're back. And Stan is going to tell us whether all those hours I spent doing homework as a kid actually did anything for me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I like I don't know about you, but I hated homework when I was a kid. In fact, Mm -hmm. I never really actually did it like at home. I tried to cram it somewhere in during the school day or I'd tell myself I was going to do it at home. And then I'd find myself frantically doing it on the bus the next morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Were you a good homework doer, Jess? I was, but like to a detriment, like I have horrible memories of staying up super late doing homework at my kitchen table after volleyball practice, like many, many times. Um, And it definitely felt like a lot. And thinking back, I do wonder if every single piece of homework was totally necessary at the time. Yeah. And I mean, the, the idea of homework has changed a lot, even just in the last year because of COVID, like it shut down most in person learning. All work became homework, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the lines between regular schoolwork and homework got really blurry. Uh, now, as kids are heading back to in-person school, it feels like a great time to check in on whether or not those worksheets are really doing anything to help kids learn or if they could even possibly do more harm than good. Yeah, I feel like the first question is um, how much homework kids are actually getting these days, because I feel like maybe it's changed over the years. That's absolutely true, actually. Uh, According to a 2019 Pew Research survey, teens between 15 and 17 spent about an hour per day on average doing homework. Uh, Roughly a decade ago, that number was around 44 minutes. And back in the 90s, when I was kind of sort of doing my homework, it was more than a half an hour. So according to Pew's data, at least, the time spent on homework has doubled in just a few decades. Uh, As for younger kids, a recent study showed that grade school students were getting roughly 30 minutes of homework per night. That includes first and second graders, which I guess that number probably doesn't include the arguing and (laughs) crying that sometimes goes along with that kind of homework. Yeah, absolutely. But like still that even just that 30 minutes seems like a lot for a six year old. Is there any research on how much homework kids should get? Uh, Well, the appropriate amount of homework really kind of varies depending on who you ask. Um, There's a rule of thumb out there in the educational world that says kids should spend about 10 minutes per grade level doing homework every night. So in first grade, you get 10 minutes of homework. By the time you're a senior, you're spending like two hours on a typical night buried in books or your Chromebook or whatever it is you use to do the work. So even if you follow that rule, that means the grade school kids in the study I mentioned earlier are doing two to three times more homework than the guideline recommends. Yeah, exactly. So where does that recommendation come from then? That's a good question, actually. (laughs) Uh, For some time, the National Parent Teacher Association and the National Education Association suggested this strategy. Now the recommendations seem more nuanced. Here's part of a resolution from the organization that sums up their current strategy. 
quote, the National PTA and its constituent associations advocate that teachers, schools, and districts follow evidence-based guidelines regarding the use of homework assignments and its impact on children's lives and family interactions, unquote. Okay, well, at least it suggests data-driven strategies. Um, but what does the data actually say about homework's ability to help kids learn? <laughs> well, that's, a, that's the fun part <laughs> about this data is that it's about as neat and tidy as the pan of brownies I made in home and careers class during my <laughs> high school experience. And I got like a, a solid D plus, I think, on that oh, project. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a researcher named Harris Cooper did a well-known survey of available research back in the mid-2000s. The findings did show a positive correlation. Cooper said, quote, with only rare exception, the relationship between the amount of homework students do and their achievement outcomes was found to be positive and statistically significant, unquote. Oh, that sounds like good news for team homework. Yeah, don't worry, though, kids, uh, all the kids who are listening. It gets way more complicated <laughs> than that. Uh, first, the survey showed that homework's positive correlation is much stronger once kids get into the seventh grade and beyond. But that correlation has a hard time reconciling a number of factors. For instance, younger kids often get homework that pertains to life and organizational skills. Positive effects from that won't necessarily show up in math or writing tests. So there's not like a test to see if you can tie your shoes. Mm -hmm. It may also not directly impact their grades. How do you factor something like that into this kind of study? And what about older kids? Does this data really mean that more homework is better? One thing we do know is that there's a cap on how much homework kids can actually do. According to the Cooper survey, more than two hours flips the correlation and it starts to negatively affect achievement. And we also don't know for sure that it's the homework that's making the difference. Yeah, because that's a correlation, but that doesn't necessarily mean you can draw a causal line between homework and achievement. Yeah, exactly. And that's one of the main challenges that comes up when you're talking about this kind of topic. Cooper explained it nicely in an interview with the NEA. He said, quote, It's worth noting that these correlations with older students are likely caused not only by homework helping achievement, but also by kids who have higher achievement levels doing more homework, unquote. So kids in more rigorous schools and who are placed in more advanced classes are likely to have more homework, and those kids are just generally more likely to do well academically. It's tough to untangle all of that. Yeah, and it seems like kids in those homework-heavy schools might also have other factors helping them succeed, like, for example, higher socioeconomic status. Absolutely. A 2014 study from an international education group called PISA, P-I-S-A, upheld the idea that students who spent more time doing homework showed improved performance when it comes to grades and standardized tests. Unfortunately, it also concluded that it could, quote, reinforce socioeconomic disparities in student achievement, unquote. That's because students don't all have the same access to resources at home. They may not have safe, quiet environments in which to do the work. They may not have parents present to help them or fast, reliable internet access available to make research more feasible. The bottom line is that homework doesn't affect kids all equally. It might be beneficial for some and really harmful for others. Yeah, differences in access to support alone sounds like enough to create a real disparity. For sure. And the data suggests it's not just the presence of a support system that makes the difference. A 2012 study observed more than 18,000 10th grade students and discovered that higher homework loads were often the result of increased amounts of subject material jammed into classes without sufficient time for teachers to explain it. The instruction overflows into the homework time. When that happens, homework doesn't seem to help very much. 
In fact, that study showed that long bouts of homework with overly complex or poorly explained material could actually confuse students. The data still showed a positive relationship between standardized test scores and time spent on homework, but in this case, it didn't actually improve overall grades. Like I said, this whole thing is really messy. Yeah, big time. It, it doesn't really seem like one of those simple common sense answers. It, yeah, it makes sense that studying something will help you learn it. Homework leverages a concept called the spacing effect, which suggests you'll have a better recollection of a topic if you revisit the material several times spread out over a span. Some research even shows that encountering material in a different physical location than the one in which you first learned it can help you remember it later. On paper, it all makes total sense. In the real world, it introduces a ton of variables that can outweigh the benefits. Yeah, so clearly this is a good time to revisit all of this and try to make it work for students. What are educators currently doing in order to address all these issues? Some educators have suggested decoupling homework from any kind of assessment. That would allow teachers to assign homework as an optional opportunity to rehearse the material without expressly penalizing kids who don't, or literally can't, complete the assignments. Educators also suggest ensuring that students aren't expected to learn new material as part of homework assignments, but rather only review information already taught in the classroom. Mm. And are there any educators who want to get rid of homework completely? Yeah, so support for homework in general here in the United States has ebbed and flowed over the past century or so. The first anti-homework wave came in the 30s and 40s, before public support for it bounced back during the space race in the 50s. It faded again during the Vietnam War era and then bounced back again in the 80s and has kind of stuck around since then. Yeah, okay, wow. Um, now, though, it seems like things are kind of split. <laughs> yeah, there are some examples out there of people who want to nix homework almost completely. An Illinois teacher gained some attention in the education world when he began cutting homework in his ninth grade math program while showing improved student performance in standardized tests. He drastically cut the amount of homework assigned and reduced its impact on a student's grade down to just 1%. In 2016, Discovery School at Four Corners in Gilbert, Massachusetts adopted a policy that allowed its educators to end formal homework programs and provide more specific guidance for students based on their current educational status. Other schools have totally abolished formal homework practices in younger kids, replacing it with guidance about at-home reading and life skills projects they can do as enrichment activities. Okay, so it kind of sounds like homework is sticking around for now, but it's changing. Yeah, for now, the most reasonable path forward when it comes to homework appears to be something in the middle of the two extremes, which is a huge surprise, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Maurice Elias of Rutgers University told the NEA that school policies should be something more like, and I quote, no time-wasting, rote, repetitive tasks with no clear instructional or learning purpose will be assigned, end quote. And that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, it's like definitely a start. Um, but yeah, thanks so much for the deep dive on this, Stan. No problem. Thanks for having me. Ask Us Anything is a popular science podcast. We're available on all major podcast platforms. So subscribe wherever you're listening now. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It helps new friends find the show. Ask Us Anything is written, researched, and produced by all of our hosts. Audio production, engineering, and mixing is done by me, Jess Bodie. Big thanks to Grace Wade and Lauren Leffer for keeping our facts straight, Katie Belloff for designing our logo, and Billy Cadden for making our theme music. If you'd like to submit a question to ask us anything, shoot us an email at ask at popsci.com. Thanks for listening.